Welcome to Wrong Voicemail Podcast, Boston Edition. I am your host, Maria Champa. Here's the story. My longtime husband, Justin Carr. Hi, I'm Justin Carr. There he is. Got a wrong voicemail. The first of many. I appreciate it, Chief. Sorry to bother you with it, but it's an important person uh, and a big supporter of mine. Now, you've heard of a wrong number, but a wrong voicemail? Different thing. It's when a total stranger leaves you a voicemail thinking you are someone else. And the ones we got, they go into detail. This guy's banks up in arms. Uh, wondering here, have you ever gotten a wrong voicemail? If so, please send it to me at wrongvmpod at gmail.com. We'd love to chat about it. Chief? I'm not the chief. No. You are obviously my first husband, Justin Carr. I clearly say my name in my voicemail greeting. Open your ears, jackass. All righty, Chief. Cool your jets. In Wrong Voicemail Podcast, we have changed the names of those who left the wrong voicemails to protect their identities. Yeah, to protect the identities of those that don't know how to dial a number. And we got so many wrong voicemails, all of them from two guys in the same office in Boston, Mass. So we did the logical thing you do when you get 10 wrong voicemails. We laughed. (laughs) (laughs) And then we made fun of those voicemails. Did he just say drawings? Wicked pissa guy. Wicked pissa. I like them apples. How do you like apples? <laughs> I like oranges. No, I mean I like apples too. Okay. <laughs> ah. <laughs> then we got down to brass tacks and did some lighthearted investigation. Welcome to Wrong Voicemail, Boston Edition, where you'll not only laugh at these wrong voicemails, but you'll discover, along with us, who these guys are, what they want, and most importantly, what is their favorite kind of submarine sandwich? Okay. Oh my god, that first voicemail we got was hilarious. I'm clearly not the chief. Right, and you listened to that voicemail, I think... It was from the hospital? Yeah, I was recovering from surgery, from uh, spinal fusion surgery. And like you, I think you told me you checked your voicemail and you were like just out of surgery, like in the hospital bed, like. Yeah, I was on a drip, I forget what they call it, but basically I could hit a button and it would pump me with ketamine and like fentanyl you had ketamine and fentanyl yeah the the ketamine makes it so you don't need as much um of the opiate so it it reduces that that risk so you just had spinal surgery right yes just out of surgery you're on a butt-loaded drugs oh yeah and you get this voicemail yeah you know what i loved about this was that you got this voicemail from basically a Boston stereotype, like classic Boston accent, his overall Boston style. And you know, like, you know what I mean when I say Boston style. Of course. I mean, I felt like I was in some like Boston based cartoon or something. Because you were on drugs. Because I was on drugs and I was getting some ridiculous voicemail that I don't know how they made the mistake of leaving it for my phone, but they did and they overlooked my greeting and everything. Yeah. Right, because when you call Justin Carr, my husband Justin Carr, and it goes to voicemail, you very clearly hear Justin Carr himself telling you. Hello, you've reached the voicemail of Justin Carr. Please leave a message after the tone. So Justin Carr and I, we live in Los Angeles now, but we grew up in the Boston area, and we both still have Boston numbers. And so they were calling you, and in that first voicemail... Yeah, and they thought that my number was the Chief's. Right. 
They did. They they kept calling you chief. Anyway, um, <laughs> makes <laughs> no just, sense. No sense at all. Um, all right, let's play the first voicemail because like it's so exciting. We've really built up the suspense. It's the top of this investigation. Yeah, and we may enjoy it more than anyone else, but still, Impossible. might as well share it. Impossible. Maybe. Okay, here it is. Chief Mac Fitzpatrick. Hope you're well. Hope one of these days I'm going to call you with like Merlin to Celtics tickets, but. Bailo situation in the north end. I'm trying to help some people. There's 100 employees out of work. I'm trying to get a restaurant up and running after a fire on an upper level. So and I think they're hitting a wall. There's two different issues. You have the owner of the restaurant is not the owner of the building. So I'm kind of dealing with both here. And I think they're being asked to submit like a whole architectural rendering or or some type of full drawings or something when they're just doing a, I don't know know if it's a temporary connection or tying something into fire alarm into from the restaurant into the building or something, but I was hoping that we could uh, try to resolve this so we can get the 100 people right before the holidays back to work. Give me a call. I'm at 617-886-6-3. Thank you, Chief. Appreciate it and talk to you soon. We got a situation. (laughs) (laughs) that guy was a boston stereotype Mm -hmm. he was absolutely got we got a situation isn't that the name of a wrestler the situation no that was the name of um a jersey shore idiot okay same thing (laughs) oh no offense to wrestling notice how i didn't say no offense well you know it was an idiot of some kind. yeah i guess so but wrestling is um a type of theater really i should respect it more it is you um, got clotheslined once i did get clotheslined very recently in that film with sean george it wasn't me no i got clotheslined oh no you no, didn't I mean i didn't do you it you didn't do it you didn't do it <laughs> my husband did not clothesline me Okay, let's discuss the finer points of this mysterious wrong voicemail. When I first heard it, which I believe was when you got home from the hospital. Yeah, it may have even been a week or two after. Yeah. Anyway, when I did finally first hear it, I had several reactions because I heard Fitzy, and that's what I dubbed his name in as, not his real name. Uh, Mark Fitzpatrick is what I named him. You mean Mark? Oh, Mark Fitzpatrick, Mark yes. Mark Fitzpatrick. So let's get into our first vital point of discussion and investigation. What was Mark Fitzpatrick eating while leaving his message for the chief? Uh, which I just said in quotes, if you didn't catch the tone. The chief. Because who is the chief? More on that controversial point later. Justin Carr and I both immediately agreed he was most definitely eating. An Italian with extra hots. Okay, um, I would say a meatball sub. I'm certain that it was a meatball sub, Justin Carr. I'll take an Italian extra hots, Chief. Okay, so what was it? Meatball or Italian with extra hots? We may never know. You know it's an Italian with extra hots because of how he's talking. He's like, hey, Chief, I got a situation. (laughs) Spicy mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, very spicy mouth. Uh, Like I said, we may never know. Next, let's be very scientific and take things in order here, as any investigator would do. Fitzpatrick clearly says... Hope one of these days I'm going to call you with like Merlin to Celtics tickets, but... Woo! What does that mean? Well, you grease my palms, I grease yours, buddy. Oof. I don't know. I mean, that could be like a casual, let's catch a game together. Or it could be what you're talking about with the palming 
the greasing and the palms. Oh, yeah, greasy palms. We're going to Celtics tickets. I'm, it could be, is this? It's like, I wish I had a suitable gift to bribe for you, but alas, I do not. Yeah. It, yeah. <sighs> Who's going to call while eating an Italian with extra hots with like a spicy mouth? Well, I think it was a meatball sub he was eating, Justin. I was hoping that we could uh, try to resolve yeah. this. I think so. I mean, we don't think it's, I, I personally, due to my research and due to my listening at least a thousand times, a thousand and seven times at a minimum, think that his mouth was not that spicy and in fact that it was a meatball sub. It was definitely Italian of some sort. Okay. Well, just because you're married to an Italian doesn't mean that everyone eats Italian subs. Well, a meatball sub could be considered Italian. But it's not in the name. An Italian meatball sub. Okay, you just made up that name. No one calls it an Italian meatball sub. No one goes to the counter. With extra hots. Okay, you can't get extra hots on a meatball sub, Justin. You are way off here. You don't know, Fitzy. You don't know me. Anyway, when I first heard this voicemail, I didn't know if this Fitzpatrick character guy, if he was the type to deal in kickbacks or not. It was the first time I ever heard his voice. I didn't, I didn't know. We were the unwitting recipients of insider info on bribery and other such scandal. Like, was that the situation? If so, what do we do? What whistle do we blow? Who are we going to call? Is there Ghostbusters? What we can do is hope that uh, they realize that they've not heard back from someone they left a message for, you know, the chief. Right, but we didn't now. do anything. We did nothing. And why? Why didn't we do anything? Because it was one wrong voicemail and... Because it was one wrong voicemail and who cares? Now, let's talk about Fitzy's situation in the North End. Oh my God, it is so We got a situation here, Chief. (laughs) Hey, Chief, it's a situation. Hey, Chief, we got a... But then he says those magic words. Bellow's situation in the North End, I'm trying to help some people. Trying to help some people. Oh yeah, trying to help some people during the holidays that are out of work. I mean... I like that's that. That's pressure. I like that. That's I, really putting the pressure on on the chief. It is. Looking back when I heard that, I think it's probably when I really started to like Mark Fitzpatrick. I didn't know anything about him, but I really liked that he led with, I'm trying to help some people. Ah, uh, chief, I'm trying to help some people. I was hooked. And I just felt like this Fitzy character definitely wasn't one to bribe. I realized he was a sweet guy. He was a good guy. It wasn't about greasing palms. And that's a big break in our investigation, Justin. Could be. That emotion that I felt was the break in our investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I shared the voicemail with you from the beginning. Yeah. Moving along with this voicemail, after he says he wants to help some people, uh, Fitzy gets into the brass tacks of the issue, the specifics, the facts. Do you want to, I don't know if it's a temporary connection or if a tie in something into fire alarm into from the restaurant into the building or something but boring okay to be fair he explains everything very well oof but do you know what i did enjoy immensely his pronunciation of drawings drawings architectural rendering or, or some type of full drawings or something when they just renderings or drawings renderings of drawings architectural drawings architectural drawings it's so classic boston to insert r's where they don't exist and then not to pronounce them wherever you should yep it is right it's why my own mother has always pronounced my name maria (laughs) that's how she does it maria maria oh maria 
uh, Maria, that's how she says my name, and she named me. Uh, and that's also why my husband's family pronounces their last name spelled C-A-R-R. Ka. Ka. Justin Ka. Justin Ka. With a Ka family from Beverly, Mass. Well, don't want to get too off topic. He ends his message with this. I was hoping that we could uh, try to resolve this so we can get the 100 people right before the holidays back to work. Yeah, that's huge. That's so nice. Oh, my Lord, that is so nice. What a guy. What a good guy. Oh, I can see why he's so good at his job. Whatever his job is, Fitzy. I don't know what your job is, Fitzy, but thank you for doing your job, Fitzy. Or at least trying. Yeah, he's trying. That's so good of you, Justin Carr, to notice that he's trying. Yeah, this guy's full of good intentions. Well, I think we've laid out the facts of the case here. We've gotten pretty far in the investigation, and you might be wondering, well, you might be wondering a lot of things. I know I was when Justin Carr first got this voicemail and played it for me. First question. I noticed in this voicemail, Fitzy calls the person he's calling Chief. Now, where we grew up in New England, just north of Boston, people sometimes use Chief as a nickname. Pal, sport, tiger. Kiddo, junior, sparky, slick. Sparky. Sparky. Was Fitzpatrick using the slang version for chief? Could be, probably not. Is it racist to use chief as a nickname? Yes, definitely. Oh yeah, racist for sure. Back to facts here. Okay, my conclusion. Since Fitzpatrick really provided clear details, he must have been calling an actual chief of what I don't know. I don't know. Maybe chief of fire department? Yes. I surmise that as well, Justin Carr. Smart man. Next question. Why didn't Justin Carr immediately call Mark Fitzpatrick back and let him know that he left a voicemail for the wrong person? Probably because I was just writhing in pain for (laughs) weeks and weeks. It's true. You So, yeah, I mean, obviously it would have been nice to have given him a call and been like, hey, Fitzy, you got the wrong number. Who are you trying to call, kid? But you were busy being in pain. Yeah, I didn't have time for anything, really. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. Okay. Well, I had already said my name in my voicemail greeting. Did you listen to the greeting, Fitzy? Did it sound like I said, hey, this is the chief to you? No. You clearly said, this is Justin Carr. Dear listener, this is something unique about my first husband, Justin Carr. He will not stand. First husband? For not listening. You got some plans I should know about? It's not a pet peeve for you, is it? Pet peeve is too casual a term for how you regard not listening. Yeah, I mean, it's just if someone isn't listening, then that's... I'm listening. What is it? (laughs) 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 Well... If you've communicated how you need to communicate and a person doesn't listen, it's really on them and not you. Okay, so I want... They're the, wasting your time. The, I want the, the listener, just maybe email me, okay, at wrongvmpod at gmail.com because I've always found Justin has quite a clear, metered, soporific way of speaking. I don't it, know what that means, but okay. Sleep-inducing. Oh, right. 
Yeah, I do put people to sleep with my voice. <laughs> I can also, <laughs> my superpower is also that I can facilitate bowel movements in <laughs> people. And, and babies will poop on you. Yeah, they'll poop right in my hand. <laughs> All I have to do is start talking and everyone is just bored to shit. <laughs> oh, it's the best when you talk about Bitcoin, too. Yeah, Let's I, can, oh. I can get you to go to sleep real quick. Really, really quickly. But yeah, it's, it's sometimes difficult to keep my full attention on you because I might fall asleep. Well, good thing I don't talk very much. Please be quiet. We're doing a podcast now, Justin Carr. Next question. Why did Justin Carr keep the voicemail? I thought it was funny. So, now you know why we kept the voicemail, because he thought it was funny, and I did too. And even though it was kind of painful to laugh then, it was still good to laugh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good therapy. And you know why Justin didn't immediately call Fitzy back. Turns out, not calling back was the right move, because soon after, we got another a voicemail and oh my god it was so good it delighted both of us sure there was so much we didn't know and and so much we didn't bother to look into because who cares we didn't know who Fitzpatrick meant to call this mysterious chief will we ever find out we didn't know about the other details of the voicemail the restaurant the fire the, the holiday party the holiday party the drawings the Bruins of Celtics tickets what was that the all trips about trips to New Hampshire the trips to New Hampshire we haven't we haven't gotten there yet, Justin. Well, Ew. there's all sorts of voicemails, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, you're. Oh, That's what you're getting at. You're doing like a teaser for the next one. Yeah. Oh yeah, like next on Wrong Voicemail Podcast, Boston edition. I'm gonna be in uh, New Hampshire for the holidays with my family. Exciting stuff. Very <laughs> exciting. Okay. All we know at this point, though, is that he left this voicemail for the wrong person. Thus, it is a wrong voicemail. Yes, that's what it is. It's so exciting because, like, to me at that point, maybe it was the beginning of a Matt Damon, Ben Affleck movie in which Brene Brown, played by me, unwittingly discovers and fixes the severe communications issues rampant in the Boston Fire Department. Or or maybe it's more of like an Aaron Brockovich movie in which Aaron Brockovich, played by me, unwillingly discovers, like, bribery issues or rampant. unwittingly. What did I say? Unwillingly. Oh, geez. Someone forced her to discover. <laughs> Unwittingly discovers bribery issues rampant in the Boston Fire Department, yet does nothing about it at all? Or, or maybe, maybe it was just a wrong number. Oh, you mean a wrong voicemail? A wrong voicemail, yeah. But oh. to get the wrong voicemail, I mean, you got to dial a wrong number. you got to dial a wrong number to get a vo wrong voicemail. That's right. Oh. This is really exciting, Justin. Because, it sure is. I mean, the thing I'm sure everyone is on the edge of their seats or already fallen out of them. Right, or fallen asleep. Yeah, probably, because I'm talking. Yeah. Oh, my God. The things we would learn. Uncover. Discover. Who is the chief? Do we ever call Fitzy back? Where is the location of the deli from which they bought their meatball sub? Let us know if this podcast made you poop. <laughs> and also... 
the things that we're never going to learn and question forevermore. Stay tuned for the next installment of Wrong Voicemail, Boston Edition. Italian with extra hots. That's it for this episode of Wrong Voicemail Podcast. Huge thanks to you, our listeners. Stay in touch. Email us with your thoughts, questions, wrong voicemails at wrongvmpod at gmail.com. No, really. If you've gotten a wrong voicemail, send it to us or just describe it in your email. Who knows? Maybe we'll do a dramatic recreation of it. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wrong Voicemail Pod. Wrong Voicemail Podcast is created and produced by me, Maria Champa, with lots of help from co-host and husband, Justin Carr, the recipient of all the wrong voicemails. Theme music is composed and performed by the illustrious Max Butler. Please visit his site at maxwellbutler.net to see and hear everything else he works on, including live performances, vintage instrument restoration, essays, and more. Wrong Voicemail Pod art was designed and created by the talented Clay Morell. Find him at Clay Morell on Instagram. That's M-U-R-R-E-L-L. And don't forget to rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, or wherever you listen, because it helps people to find our show. And we like that, because we love making this stuff. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about this show. Tell someone in Boston politics about this show. Tell your ma about this show. Why not? I like them apples.